0: We're back. They they had us in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. That technology nowadays is just getting tough. So we had a little bit of difficulties there um, on Drew's end, as we would expect. That's that arc Internet, but uh, we can't blame him. All I mean, he's he's working on his alternative computer there. So uh, we're just gonna go ahead and finish out the rest of this episode here. We're still on episode eleven. Um, you know, we were talking to Drew at the end of that one, uh, but we had a little bit of difficulties. Uh, we still got Jacob on, Tyler's on, and I'm on with here. So um, I think kind of getting more towards, you know, the time of year now. We're sitting middle of March. Oh, gosh, it's actually the end of March now almost. I mean, the 20th, I don't. I don't know where this month's gone, but. I I might have wished it away in the middle of February, just trying to get to turkey season. But it's here, um, and I think amongst us, even Jake included this year, it's going to be
1: a good turkey year for 2023. I really think so. Honestly, yeah, I'm I'm not a turkey uh, hunter in the past, but I'm gonna give it a shot this year. Hey, I'm fired up.
0: Hey, I found a pair of overalls, camo. That's your. I mean, it's got your name all over.
1: Look at 'em now. I got some 1990 Liberties in the real tree OG pattern. That I <laughs> no, you don't. I <laughs> do, Hey, I do too. My dad's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's. These might have been my dad's dad's. I don't know. We'll rock those, Jake, they're, when we go. They're faded, but I mean, I got a zip tie helping them out. You know they. <laughs>
0: you got a zip tie at the shoulder strap. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah oh, I hate no. when that breaks right there.
1: It didn't break. It's just it. It don't have no stretch in it no more. <laughs> they got a lot of miles on them
0: they ain't got no stretch in it i no, ain't it, never heard that
1: it, it'll blend right into just a real white tree base you know they're <laughs> faded so much a little bit of leaf green left on them that's called
0: an age tree right there that, that's all you have
1: i'd buy another pair just like them if i could find them
0: yeah it's called real tree age tree that's the that's the brand the camo style i like i mean I wear the mozzie oak bottomland pattern, a little bit greener. And, I mean, I've washed them twice, and I feel like it's went from nice and dark green to almost <laughs> as white as this couch right here beside me. I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, they dyed those on a Friday, I think, most of them. I <laughs> didn't put all the stuff in there.
0: That was dyed down in Mexico. Well,
1: yeah. Uh, they did they did good on them. They're holding
0: up. I mean, if they want to sponsor us, I'm not going to complain about them. I just won't wash them. We'll just let them be dirty.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, Liberty, if you're still in business after all these years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, were, they were a Sears brand, weren't they?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> like I said, there's probably a pair on eBay right now bringing top dollar. I just ain't looked yet.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. No, I... Uh, you know, kind of jumping right into it. So most most people around here are still waiting until uh April. You know, I I'm on a couple of turkey hunting pages and it's kind of funny watching everybody comment, like, you need to stop being out there. You're they're gonna or they'll be like, Oh, they're gobbling now, they're gonna be gobbled out by the time turkey season starts. Come on. I mean, it happens this way every year. It warms up, then it cools off, it warms up. I mean the weather plays a huge factor in it. I mean, that's all it is. They gobble when the weather's right. Uh, and they don't when it crap. And when it's crappy out, but, um, in most States like Arkansas here, we, which good Lord, I hope no other state has to deal with this. My zone, the zone I'm in, I get eight days of Turkey, Turkey season, and it's my favorite thing to do. So a lot of times we got to go chase them in other States. So, you neighboring states that get mad at us for coming over there? Well, y'all need to get mad at Game and Fish here in Arkansas because I get eight days. They start on a Monday, so that means I get one weekend to hunt them. And it's too late.
1: And like it, that. That's what I was thinking.
0: And it's too late. Yeah, it's, it's way past the time that uh, would be ideal to hunt them. But, you know. I personally ain't a huge fan of the Arkansas game of fish. I feel like the majority of our problems we deal with are are resulting from them. Uh, if they end up listening to this, no hard feelings. We can still be friends. But I, I, I'm not a fr- I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that. But uh, you know, all my quails aside, I still love chasing the Arkansas turkey. It's elusive to me. I've never killed an Arkansas turkey, but I've killed. Uh, I'm up to 15 turkeys total. Not a single one has been in Arkansas at all, which, you know, maybe some of it's to do with our population, but a lot of it's to, I mean, do with the time of year and how long I have. I mean, I'd rather buy a year long license in Mississippi or Alabama and drive that far and hunt them than hunt eight days in Arkansas. And it might be raining for seven of them, you know, I'm not that good of a turkey hunter that I can usually kill one in, in that short of time. If, if it's not over a bait pile, I mean, which <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what all my neighbors do because when turkey season comes around, the turkeys leave. I mean, there's gotta be some kind of explanation for that, but, uh, you know, getting off my little rant there, um, uh, local states here around us i mean i'm most familiar with mississippi because that's where i spent a lot of time hunting um they open march 15th i've got some buddies that you know they have that tyler i don't know did you apply for that permit this year i know they got a new thing this year for that in mississippi yeah 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 i i got it so for people that don't know and and want to go hunt other states, you you better look at the regulations because Mississippi, I've been hunting out there since I was eighteen and these last two years for non residents, you gotta you gotta put in for a permit for the first two weeks of hunting. If you're
1: not Which is right. They're they're doing it right. That's that's exactly what it should be. I mean, it's three dollars.
0: I don't know many people that didn't get the permit if they actually applied, so but I mean, maybe they're making a little bit of money off of that, and hopefully it's helping their turkeys. Hopefully. I don't know if it is or not. But um, kind of, you know, long story short, I haven't been hunting there yet, but this was the first year that I've actually uh, went to South Texas, and that was a good trip. We had a good time down there. We'll talk about that a little bit. But, uh, you know, some other states that are kind of open already. It's March 21st here now. Um, I've got friends that have been down to Florida hunting a little bit. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they have a combo of the Osceola, which everybody wants to go kill. Um, and then they have an Eastern kind of more up in the panhandle area, um, up around desk, you know, kind of the main beach area, uh, more towards Alabama. I'm pretty sure Alabama's open by now, Georgia, uh, mississippi of course um and then south texas i think eastern texas there's two different zones there but um you know here in arkansas we're waiting for what is it mid-april what is it Seven, like? 17th
1: 17th
0: gonna be on a monday but i'm uh, i'm pretty excited for it this is this is definitely the time of the year that i like to chase a turkey. Oh my gosh. And we're going to, I'm going to go to multiple states this year. I mean, it's, that's the plan. So,
1: what states you got lined up this year? Uh, so far,
0: I mean, we hit Texas. We had some luck down there. Um, we're going to go to Mississippi this coming weekend. That's going to be a blast. I know me and you're going to yeah. be down there together. Um, you know, uh, then hopefully, we have a little luck in Arkansas mid, mid-year. mid I've got two weekends. I'm going to be in Mississippi and then Arkansas. And then I'm going to go to Kansas. Um, i got a buddy that's got a uh, lot of turkeys out there. And, and this year, actually, it's Drew's dad, which we lost. I wish he was here to talk about it. He's got good kind of explanation from that. So he's been sending us some pictures. And then... And then this year, I've already booked my flight. I'm going to fly up to South Dakota and try to kill a Merriam up there in the in the Black Hills. I've actually saw a video on Facebook the other day of a guy that was up there hunting. And, or I guess it was last year. So hopefully it's not flooded with people, but I'm sure it will. It don't matter.
1: What do you got to do to do a Grand Slam? You got to kill all of them in one year?
0: Well, there's two different types of grand slams from my understanding, um, the world grand slam, and then just a grand slam of the U S um, you know, so you're trying to get the Rio, which is generally westerly, southwesterly. Uh, I'm not going to list off all the places cause I'm sure I'm, I, I would be mistaken on some of those. And then you're, Uh, looking at trying to kill an Eastern, which is primarily, I mean, it's the only bird we have in Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, some of Florida, Georgia, that area, uh, Tennessee, um, Missouri. And then you're talking about the Merriam, which is hopefully up in South Dakota, Nebraska. Uh, That's kind of where – did y'all kill Merriams up there, Tyler? Is that what y'all did?
1: Uh, No, we actually killed Easterns. Uh, Your brother killed a hybrid up there uh the first year we went but yeah it's just mainly easterns
0: you know we'll come back to that hybrid thing because i got a question for you on that but and then kind of com- completing the grand slam for me would be uh if you could go to florida um killing osceola turkey um, that would be pretty awesome i mean that i all of them look about the same to me except different color patterns there on the tail feathers so uh, hopefully they're pretty similar
1: over here on this side of the state we got some of them albinos and white ones that slip off them farms over there. You <laughs> know
0: talking about the tyson turkey yeah whoever makes
1: them <laughs> yeah that in there that's a curveball slam right there called the, called the colonel sanders <laughs> special baby <laughs>
0: Yeah, that would be that would be pretty impressive if you get one of them called up. I guess I mean you wouldn't have to call him up. You could just shake a bucket, couldn't you? I
1: don't know. You probably smelled him before you seen him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's funny you bring up smell because we were talking while we were down in Texas. Like if you know, they call him the ghost of the forest, right? If if a turkey could smell the hunter just like a deer could. Yep. We'd never kill the things. I never mean, seen uh, one. I'd never have a chance. I mean, because by the time I get to the spot set up, I've done walked, you know, however far it is. And I'm in, I mean, you got to wear long sleeve clothes. It don't matter if it's 80 degrees, 90 degrees, you know, 42 degrees outside. I mean, but you're still hot. You're sweating. I mean, I don't think there's enough sin away in the world or dirt bags that you can beat yourself with that'll make that work, so. I ain't
1: doing that anyway. All that dirt, like them hardcore bow hunters, you know. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that that camo dirt. Yeah, when you got to spend six months prepping your skin to go, (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to play the wind. I ain't out there trying to smell like a leaf. (laughs) (laughs) Because they still can smell you. You know, when I was
0: a kid, I used to uh, – my grandmother told me that way her dad used to hunt, he'd, he'd go out there and he'd find him a pine tree and break it up and rub it on his clothes real good, you know. That, that'd kill his scent. And then he'd take an apple and, and cut the apple up out there and eat a few pieces and throw it on the ground. He said, deer come every time. I said, man. I tried it. I don't – I mean – when I tried it, I don't i don't think I had any bad luck. I mean, I, I didn't have real good luck, but, I mean, I, like you said, the wind is, that's a big factor.
1: My luck, I'd be covering ants after all that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, or covered in whatever uh, Jim Jr. brought up the other day.
1: Oh, you don't want to be in that. Mm. That is, hey. That would be a cover scent. You go wipe down with that. Yeah. You wouldn't scare any deer off. You might not see any, but you sure wouldn't scare them off. they just hear me up there gagging. <laughs> I, I was like one time, not to get off the turkeys, but I was deer hunting one time when I was younger, and I used to think, you know, you put that dope pee and all that stuff, out. I'm like, oh, i am killing a 190-inch deer today. I got this dope pee. So you get out there, you get the flinging around. Well. I was up in the deer stand, looking through my binoculars. I'm like, man, something stinks. I put my binoculars down. I'm like, man, what is that? And I kept doing that. About the fifth time, I realized it just soaked my glove where my thumb is from flinging it all around. So uh, my binoculars got put away because every time I looked through them, it smelled like a doe's butt.
0: Yeah, it's about that time. Here comes that deer climbing that deer stand with you, isn't he? Uh, (laughs) that little spike probably you know anytime and and i've been victim of that i mean everybody is and we're off turkeys but everybody's victim of all this you know advertisement for this different stuff to try to kill something right and i'm i'm bad about it because if i'm bored i'm shopping and i don't need to be doing that next thing i know i might have some some I don't know. I, I might have some cover sin or or a big thing when I was a kid was like that. What was it? Like coon pee or something you put around your boot or something as a mm-hmm. cover sin. Yep. Or uh, next thing I know, I got an aerosol can and it's and I'm trying not to hit myself with it called a buck bomb or something like that. Yeah. Anytime I've ever seen a deer actually smell that stuff downwind of it, they turn tail and run. They, I mean – I've never had good luck with it. One time I spent a lot of money on all those little, it looks like a you're about to be out there lighting fireworks or something, one of those punks or whatever you light, and then you stick it in the ground, and it's supposed to have a scent, little smoked uh, scent trail or something. Oh, yeah. I, I've almost caught the whole forest on fire with them before I had so many out. I mean, <laughs> I
1: was
0: after it, but.
1: No, I just, I've only dabbled in the different peas, and, uh. I usually get more on me than I do on the ground, so. You know, I tried them buck. I tried them buck bombs this year. Great idea. Still get it on you. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it it just it just jumps on you like a jumping ca- jumping cactus.
1: Yeah. Anyway,
0: but uh, kind of moving on to some turkeys. I, you know, all the seasons starting to come in. Uh, we got lined out with a guy down in South Texas this year. Actually, me and Drew, the Hammer, and uh, my father in law and, and Drew's dad, and, and we made a trip down there. And it was a kind of a kind of situation where you go hunt a ranch and you pay for bird kind of deal, uh, which seems seems fair to me. I mean, it you you go down there and you don't kill anything you don't pay anything. And that's, I mean, I'm good with that kind of hunting on on paper. I mean, I'm good with that. But uh, we made a trip down south of San Antonio. And, you know, my main thought was when we were going down there, oh, it's going to be, you know, mid-80s, 90 degrees. I'm going to the desert. Uh, Might be a rattlesnake or something I got to fend off make it interesting while I'm down there. And the whole weekend we're down there, it's like it doesn't get above 52 degrees. Wind's blowing out of the north. It it was basically like I was in Arkansas. I mean, and I tried to get away from that weather, but we were in that nasty weather the whole time.
1: Yeah, it sucked here this last weekend.
0: But we had a good time. Um, You know, kind of, I'll kind of, tell our successes and then we'll go through some stories on it but uh, my father-in-law he was able to harvest a nice bird uh, nine inch beard uh, inch and a a quarter spurs it was it was a nice bird it was a tree hanger for sure and then I was able to harvest a eight inch beard Uh, he only had an inch spurs but just a nice two-year-old bird he messed up and came to my sweet Colin, he thought i had a purty mouth over there or something i don't know
1: yeah he just knew he was probably safe
0: yeah yeah he's safe around me baby but no i kind of put this whole trip and you guys interject as you feel necessary because i know you gotta you're gonna have a question or two but i'll kind of start from Kind of the beginning of that weekend because I haven't told you all about it. I mean, I sent you pictures. I told you how bad the weather was, but we ain't spent much time talking about the actual trip. Uh, But when I was down there, we show up first day, we get down there Friday, season opens Saturday, and we're in this town. It's like all well center, like center. I mean, Jacob knows all about that area because he worked in the old wells and all, but all the hotels are full of white trucks that got little emblems on them because they all go into checking old well the next morning. The whole lobby's full of sand and dirt. Everybody's stomping it off on their feet on their way in.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And uh, we get checked into the hotel uh, right out to the ranch. We beat the guy, but he told us the code. We rode on in we're just sitting around looking and about that time here he comes on his ranger and we're like, Oh heck yeah, this guy's cool. He's got a cowboy hat on. I'm like, Oh man, he's a Turkey killer. I'm sure he's like, yeah, we don't like turkeys around here. We just shoot them with our rifles in the fall. I'm like, Oh my God. I just, that just ain't my style. <laughs> but in South Texas, it's legal to do that. Um, that's that's not for me. I, I want that full experience, you know, the strutting, the spitting, the drum and all that. But uh, when we were leaving camp that day, we heard several gobble. It was a kind of nice day. We knew it was going to be chance of rain the next morning, but we seen some birds out in the field strutting around and uh, we had high hopes for the weekend after that. But uh, we get, we get back out there that next morning. We meet up about 6.30, gets daylight about 7.30, and, and it's just raining. I mean, it's just raining, and it feels like 38 degrees. It was cold. Uh, we head down. We're just mulling around there, and, and we kind of almost got – you know how when you know the weather's going to be bad and you almost get pessimistic about it? I mean, that's how we got. I mean, we didn't have much hopes for it. We were like, oh, this is going to be a bust this morning. Weather's going to clear up about one. Then we'll start hearing some, maybe. Well, that field me and my father-in-law went to, we get set up out there. or We're walking to set up, and it's already starting to be daybreak. And I look over, and not far from where we saw them out there strutting, because trees ain't tall out there. I mean... I'm six foot one or two, and I look out to my left, and and at about a fifty to hundred yards out in these woods, they got maybe you know fifteen foot tall trees, and I see just turkeys everywhere in the top of them. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're they're right there. So, long story short, us being pessimistic, we couldn't get to the spot we wanted to, so we set up, put a little deep. I crawled out there, got about eight thorns in me trying to crawl out there, put a decoy up, uh, and we sat down. And I mean to tell you, it was raining on us so hard. I mean, my scope is fogged up. My my little red dot was fogged up on my four ten that I had. I'm like, I can't even shoot. So father-in-law, he had his gun. He was ready. I bet you, Jacob, that first morning, 30 birds flew into that field where we were wanting to be set up at. And they just ran around in circles out there for about 45 minutes, and all we could do was watch them, just watch them. I bet you there was, I don't know, 12 or 15 longbeards, 10 jakes.
1: Well, they just don't react to calling or something like that. I mean, why'd y'all have to watch them? They wouldn't wouldn't work or what?
0: Well, they just, I mean, when they flew down out in that field, we weren't up there to them yet. We were kind of more towards camp they weren't going to come back to us where camp was. They were, they had a whole big area back there the other way. We, I mean, we should have been on the other side set up and yeah, we kind of screwed the pooch on that, but we just sit there and watch them. Couldn't get anything nice. We had a couple of Jake's getting range, but which is also legal in South Texas, but I wasn't really there to kill a Jake, especially if you got to pay for a Turkey. Um, so I was, I was hoping that, you know, one of those long beards would come over there and try to look at the decoy or something. But they just all, it's like they run around with each other for about 30 minutes and then they paired up and grouped up and they went their different ways and they were just gone. I mean, gone. So at that point, we were like, well, maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's a chance. Rain let up about 9 o'clock and they just started gobbling their heads off. I mean, it was cold, it was windy, and they just started gobbling everywhere. And I was like, what in the world is wrong with these turkeys down here? Well, we ease up there, get in a spot, call for a while, had some answer us, they kind of shut up. Then we'd hear coyotes. Then they'd start up again. You know, and in, in, in South Texas, there's a bunch of, like, here in Arkansas, I think the most annoying thing about hunting is about the time that you're out there trying to listen, try to find a bird, you hear Ojo Joe down the road with his souped-up S-10 start blazing by, and you can't hear nothing, you know, in the woods.
1: <laughs> He's over there filming Street Outlaws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: drag racing with the neighbors over there and you're like, what in the world is going on? And, and so, after all that settled down, I mean, and then also in South Texas, you got all them old field stuff, like, those turkeys would shot gobble on, like, you know, they'd fire off that burn off or whatever it was, you know, at those, yeah, stacks. those flares and stuff, turkeys would gobble. I'm like, well, there they are. I mean, they're right over there. We know where they're at. So we we kind of moved to a better position, had a couple birds kind of working around a pond out there in front of us, which in front of us was so thick. I mean, you could have stood up naked and they wouldn't be able to see you. I mean, just it's so thick through there. I mean, I don't know how they walk through the stuff they do. Um, we set our decoys up again and, And start working a couple birds and uh we have two toms just appear out of nowhere just silent just show up at a fence line right there in front of us kind of to the left not on my side they were more on my father-in-law's side and i said when they give you a chance take one he's like no we need we need to double up on these turkeys we need to kill two i'm like well i uh I really would like you to at least shoot one of them, but, um, and then they kind of worked their way back off. They were real silent then. And then I got them fired up, just, just gobbling like crazy. And I was like, Oh, here they come. Here they come. And I look to my right and I see this coyote walking down a path towards us. Um, I'm like, Oh, my gosh, he's about to go cut him off. And like I said, it's so thick in there, those turkeys. There's no way they could have seen us. I just get up. I told my father-in-law, I said, this coyote ain't about to bust us. I just get up, and I run out there towards that coyote with my hat off and start slinging it around. He bowed up a little bit like he's about to whoop me, I, I don't, which he probably could have. I don't know. I didn't bring my gun or nothing with me. I just thought he'd run away, you know. Then he then he kind of eased off the other direction, and those birds got quiet for about a minute or two, and then I sat back down and yelped at them, and they answered me, um, and then here they come. They, they come in there strutting, and, and I'll tell you that for me especially, I, I know other people feel this way too, but when I hunt by myself and I run and gun, turkey hunting, lots of times, I'm I'm only 30. I'm young, so I can see good, I think, anyways. I'm pretty still about it, and then I've hunted enough that I know, you know, kind of the different directions and all. Well, they come back out full strut right in front of my father-in-law, and he don't see them, and I'm trying to tell him where they are, and he starts moving around. I was like, well, we're about to kill these two here. They're about to break that fence line and come on out. Well, they didn't. So they start easing off, and then they and I cut at them pretty hard, and, they, and then they V-lined up the road right in front of me. Uh, I let one walk by. He looked a little bit smaller, and then that second one put his head up and put the old 410 on him. He just, he just started flopping, son. I oh, mean, flopping.
1: So that was the that was the one y'all killed that day. Y'all, y'all just killed that one. That was it.
0: it it's kind of crazy. I seen all those turkeys that morning. We killed one out of that.
1: I mean, one. It, it happens like like that sometimes for sure. They got a mind of their own. So your your father in law did kill one though on that trip. Yeah,
0: that was uh, the last morning we were actually set up in that field where we needed to be. But I'll kind of get to that because that was. That's one of them experiences that I—I I mean, I replay that one over and over. It was beautiful. But um, after I shot that one, I did one of those army crawls under the fence, got that turkey back, you know, threw it back on this side of the fence. I had that two—I <laughs> had that two club length rule. You know what I'm talking about? Where, oh yeah, you know, you get the
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to use your driver, I think, to get that extra length.
0: <laughs> so. We get that we get that turkey back and and uh, uh he he's like uh, it's a funny thing that cracks me up about it. I mean I in all honesty I wish some of that turkey hunting that me and him do together could be on a reality show because it'd be funny. Cause he said, After I shot, I said, I got him. He said, Well, what about these two? <laughs> I'm like, that that was those two right here. I'm like, <laughs> That was them right here. I sweared on everything. He's like, "Oh, okay." He said, "Well, sit back down real quick, so maybe, uh, maybe they'll, uh, maybe another will come back." I'm like, "Well, I don't really know if that's gonna happen or not." But so I get at that bird, and, and we're happy, and and then about that time, we're sitting there for about ten minutes, and then another turkey fires off. I'm like, "Ooh, well here we go. Maybe we're gonna get the other one." So I we piled that one up in my Oh, I guess that's what do you call that a gobbler chair or whatever chair we were sitting in that morning. And then we were in full running gun mode at that point. And we ease up there and call at him a little bit down this fence line. And, and, uh, I could kind of barely, barely, barely see him down there and he's in full strut just by himself. Um, uh, problem i didn't i didn't have a decoy or anything so he kind of just lost interest a little bit and he eased through some of the thickest stuff i've ever seen in my entire life and he pops out on the other side of the field i like which well the other side of this thicket so i come back around i look down that field line and i and i can see him down there and he's working his way up to us i'm like all right let's this is gonna be it. This he's gonna come in silent, but he's coming around here. He's almost like trying to wind us, like you'd imagine a predator or a deer would, you know. And and he starts working down that down that edge and we're set up in it. And I swear to you, that turkey, probably a hundred yards before he got to us, maybe fifty, he just starts across that field out. Like, he was just, I mean, out into nothing. I don't know where he was going. So, I yelped at him a couple of times. He stopped. He was kind of confused. He's like, oh, yeah, there's a hen over here. And then he beelines it straight at us. I'm like, oh, this, this turkey's dead. Right. I'm telling my father-in-law, get ready, get ready. He's going to come out right here. I'm, he's going to be on top of us as soon as you see him, shoot him because it's close. That turkey, Tyler, if... In all honesty, that turkey was probably three of my steps away from me when I I could finally see him. That's how thick this stuff, I mean, like, that's how thick this is. And when I see him, he sees me. I mean, it's like instant. And my father-in-law's on him. He said, I could see the whole turkey in my scope. I'm like. Well, why didn't you shoot him? <laughs> I, why? I mean, hes that's all we had to do was kill him right there. And he starts putting. He turns around and shags butt. And he's out of there. I mean, hes he was gone too quick.
1: That's one of those you could have killed with a fly swatter.
0: <laughs> if I would have had a, a two-by-four, I could have smoked him. Uh it didn't even yeah. have to be a very long one. I mean, I could have hit him with that.
1: He didn't shoot at him,
0: though? No. No.
1: Never did. <clears throat> so I'd have rabbit, rabbit hunted him, so he poked his head out.
0: It was through some, like, I had a tree in front of me, so, I mean, he was, I mean, he was safe from me, but he had a shot. I mean, I can't fault him. I mean, he's. He's just like me. He wants a good, clean, ethical kill. I mean, he he was worried oh, yeah. about that, so he didn't want to shoot through the stuff. But, I mean, he really – he was close enough that at least he could have wounded him. I could have got out there. I mean, I, all I literally had to do was lean up, stand up, take two steps. I'd have been on top of his head. I mean, all he had to do was just put a wound shot on him. But um, so we're So we're sitting there looking at each other, wondering why we didn't shoot, which – which is most of the time the case when you're turkey hunting, I suppose. So uh, I'm like, well, there ain't no turkeys gobbling. Let's ease back up camp. So we, I picked up that bird of mine, eased up there. We cleaned it. Uh, you know, needless to say, kind of the limit we have out there for non-residents in Texas is three birds. It used to be four. Um, but it was three birds there. and So we were... So we were antsy. We done, we done, got a little taste, and we were back at them. So uh, later on that afternoon, we were like, "Ah, we know where these turkeys are." There was a bunch this morning. We'll, we'll kind of ease back over in that area, and we kind of went down there to where uh, that one had been set up, had come out that morning that we busted. We we're like, oh, there's probably another one working this little creek bottom here. We didn't have much luck, but uh kind of moving on to I mean at that point, me and him both were I mean, when I say it was raining all day, it rained all day. And it was just a steady anywhere from drizzle to light rain and we were soaking wet. Uh the rest of the afternoon wasn't very fruitful. The next morning we go out, kind of the same field we're like all right we're going we got out there like an hour and a half before daylight we're like we're we're here now I mean these <laughs> these fifteen twenty fly down. they're in trouble today. Put a decoy, swear to you, the whole tree line is full of turkeys again. I'm like, "Oh my God, here we go. This is about to be one of those that I just film and watch set the decoy out." nothing they all fly the opposite direction that morning i'm like oh my god so the turkeys beat us that morning uh so we mull around we ease back down there that afternoon again to that same spot i mean me and him just kind of hunted one little section there i felt like we were i mean but there was turkeys there so i mean why would we go looking all over this farm for nothing uh, and then the guy that was out there guiding us. He texted us. He said, there's a turkey at that gate where y'all shot that other one. I said, oh my gosh, we're way down here. We were just up there. We done missed our chance. And I look <laughs> off to the left because we have been working. There's just a little hen in front of us, like a, a real hen. And I had a, and I didn't have my decoy again for some reason. And that hen walks out on the path, probably the oh, 10 yards from us right there to my left. And a and, and all the time I'm thinking, this next turkey we shoot, I don't want to be the one who shoots it. I want my father-in-law to shoot it. That's all I'm thinking in my head. Well, I look to my left down there where that guy said that turkey was, and I'm telling you, I see two turkeys just coming down that lane, their hens. I'm like, oh, man. out of Out of the thickest stuff I've ever seen in my entire life, pops this turkey in full strut, and they run down this fence line on a B line. I mean, I've never seen turkeys run this fast in my entire life, except when I scare them and he runs the, he runs the entire way down that fence line in full strut. I don't know how he did it. It's kind of like a woman holding her dress up. Just, I mean, just ran as fast as he could down that fence line to us. I'm like, Oh my gosh, here we go. I've got my gun up. I'm kind of, I'm kind of semi ready, but he's, a little too far to my left he comes out from underneath that fence and gets on the path and he sits there and i'm like all right he's right here to my left i'm like can you see him he said no i said oh god <laughs> y'all he he this turkey is 10 yards from me 20 at the max and he's in full strut right here in the middle of this lane right here beside us and my co could not see him because I guess I was in the way or a tree or something. And he's over there drumming and spitting, which I'll be honest. I like to kill turkeys, but I love to watch the show too. I like, I mean, I'm not going to ever be sitting under a feeder waiting on them to come out just shoot them like that. I I'll shoot them if they're silent, but it's not as fun. I like him doing their thing. And he's doing his thing right there beside me. So I'm enjoying it. I'm like, man, you're missing a show. You need to lean up. There ain't no way he'll see you. Um, and about that time, those hens start working back where that other hen came from. I was like, oh yeah. They're about to drag him right across where my father-in-law see these turkeys. And they ease in, he eases in there. He goes under the fence. He pops back up, full strut again. He eases behind some thick stuff. I'm like, all right move now I said and look right there at that spot because he's about to pop out I clucked just a little bit just real quiet and I swear to you the next 30 minutes we sit there I was waiting on that turkey to come out and he, <laughs> I don't know where he went <laughs> <laughs> after about 30 minutes I'm like well he might be gone but I'm telling you there a turkey can make you feel stupid oh um, yeah I mean, just doing it just as good as they can, and then all of a sudden they just – they can definitely keep something between them and you. And, and I had no idea where he went. I mean, he just disappeared just as quick as
1: that. I mean, from what you said, I mean, there's three spots just on that farm that's the thickest stuff you've ever seen in your life, so I believe yeah. you.
0: Well, we walked through it all, so. <laughs> <laughs> By – Hey, that first morning, I'm pretty sure I still got a thorn in my hand from that first morning crawling out there, put that decoy up. I, I mean, there's cactus. There wasn't a flower there or a weed there that didn't have a thorn on it. It's like Fine. everything's in protection mode out there. But uh, So that one didn't work out. Um, I'm trying to think. I think we worked one more bird that day, and then we – Rode around on the Can Am, would call down in some valleys, round some ponds and stuff. Didn't ever get anything to strike. I mean, we, we kind of worked that whole farm, and uh, and then our last morning, we were kind of we were kind of running out of hope. We were thinking, oh my gosh, we seen all them birds, and now they done left the country, and uh, we went back to the infamous field again. That's when we sealed the deal for father in law there. Barely. I mean barely, but we did it. Hey, that's what matters. That day, and I will tell you and everybody else that asks, if you go hunting and you've got somebody else with you, especially somebody that's just not just an avid turkey hunter, they make like Jacob. Yeah. In that real tree. <laughs> if you take that cheap little pop-up blind low to the ground little setting thing we put that around us i had that decoy out there and that turkey was in that tree again i yelped at him a little bit i said i'm about to do something crazy and i got my fan out and i started beating it on the ground cut real hard like i was flying down and then about oh five or ten seconds later i see just a I thought it was, it looked like a buzzard flying out of that tree. And that turkey just flew out of the tree, landed probably hmm, 15 yards on the other side of the hen decoy, which she was close. And he stood there a second. He looked at her and he went in full strut and just started drumming and spitting back and forth. And I was like, God, this is just, I mean, Tyler, I was thinking of the instance. I was like, I really, really, really want to film this. But yeah. But at the same time, I was soaking it all in. It's so hard. There's such a give and take with that. Because, I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to be looking at a lens when I can look at it just in person. And so. Right. I'm looking at this turkey. I'm like, all right. Every time he would, uh, he'd turn sideways, get broadside, you know. And then he'd do him a spit. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just get. I mean, just beautiful back and forth. Every time he'd spit, I'd say, "Move, (laughs) (laughs) father-in-law." He'd he'd pick that gun up just a little bit more each time. I'm like, "You're under the cover we have. You can move it over here," but he just pick it up just a little bit, and then and then about that time, I said, "All right, now kill him, kill him, kill him." And he and he puts his gun up on him, and that turkey's in full strut. I I really wish he would have waited just a second longer. Cause I, I don't know. I, I guess in that instance, I was being a little greedy. I was wanting him to gobble or something right before he shot it, you know, right there on top of us for the, I mean, just the full blown experience. Yeah. Uh, he shot Turkey did a backflip. I'm so pumped. I jump up. I give him a high five and I'm like, I gotta go get that Turkey cause he's out there flopping around. He said, no, I'll sit back down. Let's see if we can kill another one. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, kill another one. We just shot. I mean, surely. the guy. I mean, I know turkeys are crazy out here in Texas, but we, <laughs> I don't want a coyote to come out of left field out here and try to take this turkey. Or, <laughs> uh, But I got out there, stepped on his head, and let him flop around a little bit. And it was, it was all worth it. It was kind of. I think, in all honesty, of those two, I—I I know I shot that one. And I was—I was happy. I mean, it's the first Rio I've ever killed in my life. Uh, but kind of to work a bird and, and as have as many chances as me and him had, and um, and finally see him put one down. It just kind of was—it was like the icing on the cake. I, I can't explain the feeling. I mean, you take somebody like that It means a lot to you. I mean, me and my father-in-law are as close as can be. I mean, we talk three times a day about nothing, literally nothing. And, and to have him be able to kill that Turkey that flew right out of the tree, did it just exactly right. I, I'm pretty sure my father-in-law thinks that we're the best Turkey hunting duo in the world. I think we got a lot of, <laughs> I, I think we got a lot of work, but, uh, it was it was well worth it. It was well worth it. Uh and also I wasn't the only one who had to pay for a turkey now, so I was happy with that too. So uh but Drew and uh his dad went with us. They didn't have much luck. They seen probably oh, I think it, I think total they probably sold eight or nine long beards, but they didn't have any success over there. I, I think they got cut off a couple of times by coyotes, which they kinda played a nuisance, but uh, you know kind of moral of the story just having him come with me and and we get to do that together is i mean that's that was worth its weight in gold so um it was a it was a blessing and a, a heck of a trip and i hope everybody gets to do that with somebody like that so uh you know i in all honesty i know that you two kind of have a little bit something brewing don't you Oh yeah. Kind of getting off the Texas. Yeah, we got the we got the honey hole up here hunting the rock field. Yeah. <laughs> I think y'all are planning a no, good little uh, trip, aren't you?
1: I've been uh keeping an eye on them turkeys out there on the base, on the military base, and seeing some dandies and just trying to piece it all together where we're gonna go and we still got some some scouting and stuff like that to put together, but I've been seeing them.